Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now... Our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and a welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by Big Thinkers Academy, where we provide professional solutions for maximizing human potential. You can visit us at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you, the powerful audience that you are, with inspiration and encouragement and rich content that you can apply to your business and your life today and win. And second, we have to make sure that we edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to our sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hart. At your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another fabulous Monday. Yes, we are in July already. Had a great uh, week off last week. Want to thank everybody for tuning in to our archives last week. But today is Monday, July 9th, 2012, and you know, you know what I'm going to say because it's true. I hope that you are as excited about your future as I am because trust me, no matter what it looks like, no matter what you feel like, it is extremely bright. Truthfully, it is. And you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so we thank you in advance for spreading the word. Well, again, you know, we promise to have another awesome show for you today. I mean, a powerful show. Well, you look at these celebrities out here, you see them looking good. I mean, it's like they just walk out looking like a trillion dollars. Well, we know one of the secrets as to why they do Oh, our special guest today is none other than celebrity makeup artist, Miss Kim Lee. And you know what you need to do right now. You've got to go and call, text, book, tweet them, Facebook them, tell them right now to dial into the show, 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278. And you can listen live at Wealthy Sisters. That's Wealthy Sisters Radio, Wealthy Sisters, S-I-E. 
ISTASradio.com. You can listen to this show and catch some of our other fabulous shows as well there on the Internet. And we welcome you, all of our listeners. We see the lines are packed out, and we want to say hi to you in the chat room. We want to thank you for joining us today. And we just want to let you know that you can always follow us on Facebook, on the Wealthy Sisters, and even Twitter. And you know what? Our shows are available free to you on iTunes as well. So you want to catch this show and our others, feel, feel free to download it on your iPhones or Androids as well. Now, like I said, our guest today is none other than the fabulous Kim Lee. And I tell you, I've had the, the pleasure of being in her company, and she is one of the most humble individuals you ever want to meet, very unassuming, so creative, and you would not know that her resume reads the way that it does. Uh, she is a native of Washington, D.C., and she graduated from Bowie State and was going to Georgetown for law. And you know what? <laughs> she had the plans of being a top entertainment lawyer. Well, wouldn't you know it, that changed, and she has been, created a career for herself as a top makeup artist in the industry. And, I mean, her, her brushes... I love that from her website. Her brushes with fame includes Essence magazines, Black Enterprise, People, Glamour, Sister to Sister, just to name a few. I mean, she's done the BET Honors, Centric. I mean, you name it, Deborah Lee, Angela Bassett, Carrie Washington, Paula Patton, even Lil Wayne. Oh, my gosh, Yolanda Adams, you just name it. Who hasn't her brush touched? Smokey Robinson, Usher, just to name a few. So we are thrilled to have her on. On the show today, we're going to take a short break, come right back, and tune in. I hope you got your pens ready and your paper ready because she is definitely going to tell it and lay it down today. So, again, our very special guest is Kim Lee, celebrity makeup artist, and we will be right back after this short commercial break. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Well, hello, welcome. We are live here, and as always, we are excited to be alive on a Wealthy Sisters. want to welcome each and every one of you all for tuning in. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We don't take your time lightly that you've chosen to share this special moment with us. So we are grateful to have you. And you know what? I tell you, you are going to be tremendously blessed today with the powerful information that we're going to share because our very special guest is none other than celebrity makeup artist, Miss Kim Lee. So hello, Miss Kim. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Thank you so much. 
Oh, wonderful. We are doing great. Great. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Yes, doing great. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, I know you are a worldwide traveler, jet setting, making up the top faces all over the world. Where are you today? Are you in D.C. or are you somewhere on an exotic island doing a movie today? <laughs> no, I'm actually here in D.C. just um, getting back from Los Angeles. We, um, I was out there with a team of people uh, shooting a show called Mad Swag, which oh. aired yesterday on BET International. So um, we're just getting back from Los Angeles a few days ago, um, and then we also did uh, the BET Awards. So we actually got the uh, Fashion Police on Patrol, and uh, <laughs> so it's a it's a really cool show. I, I actually love doing the show. It's with the host is April Woodard, and I'm also joined by uh, Michelle Obama's hairstylist Johnny Wright. Yes, and then, uh, Chris Brown's uh, wardrobe stylist, um, Spryly Scott. So we have a, a, a nice a nice lineup of, of, of fashion patrollers, if you will. <laughs> and um, so we were on patrol during the BET Awards, and it, and again the show aired. If you guys are listening on the international, uh, um, if you're in a different uh, country, um, it's on BET International. So hopefully you check your listings and you can catch us. And find oh. out if you do have mad swag. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, Kim, like I said, your resume is just so fascinating. And, you know, I always love to see other areas that we don't always think about. And, I mean, like I said, you know, we see the celebrities, we see the entertainment, and one of the, the reasons why we do our show here is to platform and provide that platform, shall I say, of um, top women in the business who are doing things that we never really hear about. And so just, just how, you know, for what you're doing, we applaud you and we congratulate you on, on the path and the trail that you're blazing. Tell us a little bit about, oh, you're so welcome, so deserving as well. Tell us about how you got started. I know you you grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, and, you know, you went to Bowie State, and you were going to be a lawyer at Georgetown. What what happened? What? How did you actually decide to move into this field of well, uh, makeup? Well, I, I, I worked. I worked in a salon my whole life. My um, family, uh, one of my family members owned a salon, and several of my mm-hmm. aunts actually are hairstylists. And mm-hmm. so um, just being in the beauty field, you know, kind of, you know, indirectly working in the salon, um, I always worked there during, you know, off hours, like, you know, after school or, you know, during the holidays and so forth. And this one particular holiday, which was right after my first year of law school, um, it was actually, I think it may have been like Memorial Day weekend, and there was... I went to the salon. I was really kind of sad because I really wasn't happy with law school. I used to have the Vogue magazine pressed between the pages of my civil procedures book, and I used to just be like, "Oh God, can I be able? Am I going to be able to do this the rest of my life? Like this is crazy." (laughs) And I remember being in the salon with that, you know, with that thought, you know. Mm -hmm. And there was a bride that was there, and she was getting married. And my cousin said, "Kim, can you put a little makeup on her?" And I put some makeup on her, and I spun her around to the mirror. And she started to cry, and I mm. just, I couldn't believe it because I thought I really messed up. So I was like, oh, my God, I messed her face up. She's devastated. And she's like, I've never looked more beautiful. And that moment was a defining moment for me. It was wow. a changed moment in my life. It's, it's when I knew that I had to do what I loved and not just what was expected of me or what everyone else wanted me to do. And so from that point, I never went back to law school, and I decided to actively pursue you know, my uh, my passion, which was to make women look their best. 
and I got a job at the Mac counter, and the rest is history. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you went from Mac to where we are today. Now, we know there are a lot of people who are out here. First of all, I just want to stop and say that you you followed your path. You followed what was in you, and let let let's kind of back up because we a lot of times when we do that um we make it sound so easy and when people hear that they think oh okay I can just do that but that was a huge step for you to do and I can only imagine what kind of feedback you might have gotten when you told your family who they were bragging oh she's at Georgetown yes she's at law <laughs> she's at the Mac counter what <laughs> you know so how how did you make that transition and and what you know did you use to step out there or have you always been the kind of person I'm going to do what I want to do or what was that transition like for you well, I'm going to be honest with you. The transition was a, a very difficult one, but it was definitely mm-hmm. one that I was sure of. And mm-hmm. I felt like in that moment, you know, I was young. I didn't have, you know, anything to lose. You know, I always felt like, you know, if if there was anything that I could do, you know, I should be doing something that I absolutely am passionate about. And so um, makeup was that thing for me. And so what I did was is I, you know, I, I remember reading, you know, a scripture that said that the Lord would make room for you, he would bring you before, he would open up doors and make room for you and bring you before great mm-hmm. men. So I said, wow, if that be the case, then, God, you lead the way. You allow me to do what it is that you have called me to do. And if this is what you want me to do, you'll open doors. And literally, there were doors that started opening. Like I got an opportunity to work at the Mac counter. I went to the Mac counter, inquired, got the job. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone came to the Mac counter for a music video and, um, my manager at the time, she said, well, whoever's off the day the music video shoot is going on, you'll be the one that will send. I was mm-hmm. off that day. You know, wow. <laughs> it was like, and then there was a producer from BET at the shoot, and they were looking for another makeup artist, and they said, come up to the studio and we'll give you a job. I got a job. Then I started working with, you know, the country's, one of the country's number one makeup artists, Derek Rutledge. I was able to work under him, and now he's doing Oprah. Wow. And I was able to train under Derek, and he never said no. It was just like every time I would ask him, then he went on the road with Patty, and he wasn't able to really work at BET as often as he once did. So he said, Kim, I need you to do it. So it was like doors just kept opening and opening and opening. The first five years of my career were just, like, amazing, like just astonishingly, like, unbelievable. Like, I just couldn't believe that all of these doors were opening, and I was – on and off airplanes, and I was, you know, going behind the scenes and all these sets, and I was like, oh, my God, how did this happen? Like, I never went to makeup school. You know, I never, you know, I never took a class, but I think working under someone like Derek, who actually, you know, never hid any of his secrets, he was just very open, and he always taught me, you know, to be passionate and love what you do and put your mm-hmm. heart into it, and I really put my heart into what I did, and you know, just really practicing a lot and watching and practicing and watching and practicing and honing in on my class. And here I am almost 20 years later. And so I'm just, you know, so thankful and so grateful for all the open doors, you know, that God has allowed me to walk through and just be a part of. Wow. And, you know, I would say humility has to play a role in that. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to pinch yourself. You know, and every day, even today, you know, years later, I still pinch myself. And I've watched artists come and go and come again. I always say that to people. So it's very Mm -hmm. important that you do remain humble 
because mm-hmm. your career as fast as it can it can go to the top, it can also plummet to nothing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've watched mm-hmm. some of the very celebrities who are on my resume, that happened with their careers where one day, mm-hmm. you know, they have a hit record or they'll mm-hmm. have a box office hit, and then mm-hmm. you don't hear anything from them. You know, mm-hmm. and so the same holds true even, even for artists. You know, people say you're only as good as your last gig. So, mm-hmm. you know, I always feel like, you know, it's very important that you remain humble and that you don't burn bridges and that you try to remain as peaceable as possible with people because it's just the, the nature of the business. You're going to run into the people again. You're going to mm-hmm. have contact with them again because it's just it's just the law of reciprocity. It's just it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. really subscribe to the whole theory of remaining humble and, and, and looking out for people and treating people right. You know, that mm-hmm. is a large part of the success of any artist, whether you be a music, you know, artist or actor or even a makeup artist because you, you're going to – things are going to happen, and so you just have to make sure that you are – crossing all your, your your T's and dotting all your I's, you know, and making sure that you're you're treating people right and, and doing, you know, the right things. So Right, um, right. You know, that's part of it in addition to your your gift. You know, anybody can do makeup. But I think that it's those other qualities that make for, you know, it separates a good artist from a great artist. And that is right. having a heart and just being, you know, as humble as you can. Mm-hmm. And I said that to say, and I want to hit on some other things you brought up too, but I said that to say, you know, like I said, when I had the privilege of meeting you, um, of course, I, we have a mutual friend, um, Jackie Hicks, who is, a, I mean, a worldwide photographer. She is extraordinary and uh, I had the opportunity I had always heard about you never had the privilege to um, meet you yet and then you know when we were there with my client just what you said how you made people feel um, from that first day when you made that bride you are still doing that because of course anytime you make someone up and it's it's the way my client felt you don't want to leave you want to you want to go out you know you want everybody to see you because you're like oh my gosh, I love how I look, (laughs) you know, so that is really, really a gift, and the fact that you are still touching everyday lives and not just in uh, the world that you could be, you know, in the world of just celebrities that only do celebrities, not, you know, people who live around the corner, so that's that's beautiful. Now, some of the things that you talked about in this field, I, I would imagine, you know, with the humility, that's real important, but with you being in that circle, I mean, there's always so much gossip, and it's just so much blog this and all of this, all of these shows that feed off of whatever they could get. I mean, this actress has blackheads or what have you. So I would imagine you would have to be a very trustworthy person, a very professional person to have lasted so long in your industry. What are some of the other qualities that make a celebrity artist like yourself have such longevity? Um. I, I think in addition to being trustworthy and um, just being humble, also it's just having good follow-up with your clients, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, making sure that you develop a great rapport with them. You know, I was just telling someone yesterday, you know, sometimes it's even as good as you are, if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And so, you know, it's important that you re- remain in contact with your clients. You know, some artists, you know, I find that they can sometimes just kind of do people for the money. I understand that we're, you know, in a, in a difficult time in our economy. So people kind of rush, rush, rush to get 
those clients to, you know, make ends meet. But I think for me, you know, it's about quality um, and mm-hmm. not quantity because quality mm-hmm. will eventually turn into quantity. And mm-hmm. so it's important to, you know, maintain, you know, those relationships with your your clients. I have some clients that I've been with for, you know, the duration of my career. And I hope that, you know, we will remain client, you know, makeup artists. We have to continue to have that relationship. I always check on my clients to check on their children and make sure, you know, their husband's okay and you know, how'd your surgery go, you know, things like that. And it's genuine, you know, because mm-hmm. they're people too. Um, so, I, you know, I think that follow-up is, is, is a mainstay for me um, in this business. And um, also, um, you know, just really – continuing to learn. I think anyone who is who feels that they're above learning or, you know, learning something new, you know, is definitely going to be always outdated. There's always something new to learn. You know, I remember the whole phase when HDTV came about, you know, and there are a lot of makeup artists who were really totally against it. And I said, hey, we can't get mad. We got to get into it. You know, it's, right. there's nothing that's going to change. You know, television has evolved into something that's larger than what we can imagine. And so we're going to have to take some classes, and so to see all of us in class, you know, some of the vets, you know, was cool because, you know, we should be taking classes, and we should be learning new techniques because people are changing, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I think that educating yourself is also very important, you know, and, you know, not to get stuck in a rut, you know, of course, whatever's working for your business, whatever it might be, you know, you stay true to that, but I also feel like, you know, you should always be learning what you know, others are doing. Um, another thing is just to always um, keep your, and I don't like to say competitors, but all of my friends, believe it or not, all of my best friends are makeup artists. So right. it's, you know, and I know if I, if, you know, when I get married, it's, we always joke and say, you all are going to all do your own makeup. We, I will not be hiring a makeup artist to do <laughs> your makeup because all of you know how to do makeup because why all of you are makeup artists. So, you know, my four best friends, closest friends are all makeup artists. You know, so, you know, it's really, um, it's enough for everybody out here, huh? Oh, absolutely. It definitely isn't as good to be able to share. And I think that's also very important is to surround yourself. You know, I always tell my son, you know, whatever it is you want to be, what you have to be around. So, you know, I try to surround myself around creative people and people that are, you know, grinding and doing their thing and, you know, making things happen because that kind of thing rubs off on you, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I'm really grateful for, you know, the people that are around me because they help me, you know, and I help them. And, you know, it's a great day. You know, they'll call me and say, hey, Kim, what do you think about this picture I just posted? You know, and and we'll critique each other and it's all love. So, you know, I think Mm -hmm. that's very, very important to have that. You know, some people consider, you know, other artists to be your competitors, and that's not even, in fact, the case. I mean, there's enough spaces out here where we all can touch them and make them fabulous. Right, right, and everybody has a unique style. Some person might want this, or some person might want that. Where this is your focus, and the other is another makeup artist focus. So it's it's, it's great. I'm glad you're speaking of that because the world is abundant. No matter what you know, it looks like or what we hear, we don't have to try to <laughs> fight or compete with one another on things. Uh, matter of fact, uh, one of my favorite books, um, The Science of Getting Rich, which is written by Wallace D. Waddles, and he talks about that, you know, there is no competition. Uh, those who operate on that competitive plane, in the end, their 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 fortunes, they they don't last 
because it's built on a, a shaky foundation. But when you, if you are going to compete, the only person you're competing with is yourself and what you have to do and accomplish. So that's beautiful that you all can share because, I mean, just imagine pulling together on a major set. I mean, can you do 200 I don't know how many people would be on a set, but can one makeup artist do everybody on the set? It takes more than one, I would imagine. Is that so? Did we lose you, Kim? I'm not sure. Did you press mute on your phone, Kim? I'm I'm sorry. We got we. I thought we got disconnected. Okay. Good okay. question. I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. I was just saying. I, I talked about the competitive plane. Um, one of my favorite books is The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles, and he talks about mm-hmm. those that operate on that competitive plane. Their fortunes don't last, but those who do not operate on that, and they, you know, they do. They come camaraderie, and they recognize that the only real competition is with themselves. You know. Those that operate like that have a stronger foundation, and I and I said I can imagine in your business and in your industry uh, doing a movie set. You can't do all of the faces on one set if you got two hundred or more. I mean, something like a major set like that. I, I would imagine it's more than one makeup artist. Is there not? That's right. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, usually mm-hmm. on a on a on a a set like even for for with Sparkle, for instance. Um, mm-hmm. There was three main artists, one of which was myself, and then we have something called dailies, which are artists that come in as needed. So mm-hmm. they would do those people that are like extras. And so, okay. um, you know, the the dailies they can do up to fifty people a day, whereas we are just assigned to the principal art, the principal actors of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, just to, hopefully that answers your question. So we really had three main artists um, in Sparkle. So. That's pretty much how that that worked with that. So yeah, you're right. You can't do everybody yourself. So we did, you know, split responsibilities, you know, as it relates to creating looks and, um, you know, making sure looks were established and making sure that the looks remained consistent throughout the, the filming of the movie. And that requires a, a good, strong, solid team. And so I'm really grateful that I was able to work um, with some really amazing artists um, from around from around the country um, right. to do that. You know, so it was it was really a great learning experience. It's more than just makeup when you're on set. It's just so many other things that go along with it. It's a continuity book, making sure that, you know, on day 55 the makeup was the same because you might shoot day 55 twice. You might shoot right. at the beginning of the shoot, and then you might shoot it again at the end of, you know, the, the 12 weeks or 8 weeks. And you have to make sure that day 55 looks exactly the same from the eyeliner to the lipstick to, you know, how red the lips were, you know, how flush the cheeks look. The hair has to be perfect. And so those are the things that we have to do as a team to make sure that we have lots of pictures and lots of notes we're taking. And we have a notebook, believe it or not, Deborah, that's about 12 inches thick. Wow. Of just continuity shots so that we're able to go back and look and say, hey, her liner was a little, it wasn't as dark, or her liner, you know, was a little more smudged or things like that, which, you know, can be very tedious but very important in the continuity of a movie. So it's more than just the art of it. It's also you know, the continuity of the piece and, and making sure that, you know, actors are also comfortable because, you know, actors change. You know, if mm-hmm. you have someone who has been, you know, because through the course of a movie, anything can happen to anyone, you know, especially with actors, they can get sick or, you know, they could be peaked because they may have been traveling in between their shoots. So you have to make sure that their face looks exactly the same. 
You know, I remember um, a funny story. We were on the set of Jumping the Broom, and um, we it was a mosquito and fly infested area where we shot. We shot in Nova Scotia. So, you know, Nova Scotia mimics that of Martha's Vineyard. So it looked like the vineyard, but certainly the conditions were not that of the vineyard. So it was, you know, some days it was really, really cold, and other days it was really, really hot. You know, the temperatures fluctuated because we were on a peninsula of Nova Scotia. So the weather fluctuated from 50 degrees up to 95 degrees. So you never knew what it was going to get, but you did know. Well, we did know that it was going to rain just about every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, it was just lots of bugs, lots of insects. So we had to be basically have all kind of repellents. And it, I remember one day Angela got bit by a mosquito, and she must have had a, a golf ball size of a bite on her. It was terrible. And, you know, just that whole devastation of that, you know, we had to reshoot that, that shot, you know, and making sure that she looked you know, the same, you know, aside from the, the golf ball bite, you know, it was just, we didn't make sure because that day, the bu- it was just, it was out, it was outrageous, the bugs were that day. And so sometimes you have to reshoot some things and um, you have to adjust. And so, you know, the team, you know, we work together to make sure we come up with remedies and we what we did discover, which I'd like to, you know, let the listeners know is that Listerine is a great bug repellent because after oh. a while, the off did not work. So we, we did a little research, you know, the makeup artists, because they're looking for us to, to answer all the questions. Karen, what are we right. going to do to repel these bugs? So it's more than just makeup. You know, you're like doing dog repellent. You're, you're doing all kinds of things. You know, Kim, I got a cut. I got a scrape. I got a burn. You know, I, I hurt myself. I fell up the steps. You know, so all those things, you have to make sure that you got a kit that's full of little tricks to make mm-hmm. sure that the artist and the actor is as comfortable as possible. And always keep a smile on your face and make sure that they feel like, hey, Kim is my savior, you know, other than, of course, Christ. But, you know, that's the person I go to to make sure I'm straight. So, yeah, the the, the sets are really an interesting place to be, but definitely one that I would, you know, it's a a good time. It's definitely a good time. Wow, wow. I want to come back to talk more about Sparkle. We know that movie is coming out within a few weeks here. I want to come back to that. And I also want to um, talk a little bit more about what a person would need to do to get into this field um, as a makeup artist. And we want to open the lines if you'd be willing to take any questions toward the end of the show. I want to encourage others. Is that okay for you to Absolutely. answer any questions? I'd love to. <laughs> well, we see you're in the chat room there. You can all Always type your question there. And if you have a question, dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278. Press 1 on the phone so that we know that you have a question, and we'll definitely get to you. We're going to take a short break and come back. And want to thank everybody again for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters, where our very special guest is none other than celebrity makeup artist, Miss Kim Lee. Hi there. This is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent, and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx. Another day, another dollar saved. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. 
Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. We're live here on Wealthy Sisters. want to welcome everyone for tuning in today. Our very special guest is celebrity makeup artist, Ms. Kim Lee. You can visit her website. It is the Kim, K-Y-M, Lee.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-Y-M-L-E-E.com. I tell you, it's a beautiful uh, site that she has. You can learn more about booking. If you want to book her for your wedding, fly her in. Uh, her brushes for fame, her portfolio, and her lovely bio there and seminars that you conduct as well. Kim, tell us a little bit about those seminars that you conduct. Well, I do a series of seminars, um, one of which is called The Diva Next Door. And the whole premise of the seminar there is to teach um, everyday women how to create a fast space with a Hollywood finish. I think everyone has that one person in Hollywood that they kind of glean to. And they say, right. Dad, I wish I could look like, you know, uh, Carrie Washington, or I wish I, you know, I could do my makeup like Patti LaBelle or whomever. And so what I teach women is how to do your own makeup, how to how to arch your own brows. If you get in a pinch on a Saturday, you can't make it to the salon to get it done, you should be able to do it at home. And so I give them tips and tricks as to how to do that, how to add lashes, you know, how to take a day look to an evening look, um, how to match up your own foundation. Unfortunately, all the ladies at the counter might not be as advanced as you would mm-hmm. like. And so mm-hmm. you might have to maybe match your own foundation. So I teach them how to do that as well. So that way you're not so self, so that way you're more self-sufficient and not so dependent on, you know, maybe a professional that might not be as advanced as you would like. So, right. you know, I, I really want to make sure that women are able to look as great, you know, as they can. You know, if you're at an office event, you know, after work, you know, you're going to a cocktail reception, you know, and you're like, oh, God, I don't have time to go to Kim Lee or to whomever to get my makeup done. You're going to run in the bathroom and just do it yourself. And so those are the kind of things that I teach women how to do. Um, so it's a it's a really cool seminar. I think we have a lot of fun, and I do a lot of, a lot of interaction with the women. Um, and we do a little thing called accountability where we, you know, I make sure that you meet somebody at the seminar that you keep in touch with because sometimes, you know, you'll leave a place like that and you're empowered the first day and even the second day, but then by day three, somewhere it's lost. So I mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, you check on that person and make sure, hey, you're putting on your you, – you said you were going to keep doing your lashes. Are you doing your lashes today? Just to kind of do a little accountability check. So the women said that they've enjoyed that, and I've even had some women say that they've developed some new friends and some great relationships with women that they would have never even – thought about talking to, you know, they went across the room and made friends. And so it's really a great time. I think when women can get together and, you know, feel beautiful and tell each other that they're beautiful, I think that's always going to be for a good time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how important is it for us to, you know, take the time to do a little makeup? Because I know I, I, I never really took it. My mom, she probably wore lipstick. And back in the day when you used to take the lipstick and rub it on your cheek, I know you probably like, oh, my God. <laughs> probably cringe at the thought of that. But that's, that's no, where I came No, I still do that. From. No, no. I still, I still put lipstick on my cheeks. Uh-huh. I do. <laughs> I'm one in a I, yeah, I still do it. I still do it. I think those old tricks still work. And I think uh-huh. that. You know, I definitely agree with you. Makeup is important. And, you know, I did a, a seminar with NASA, 
Mm-hmm. And I interviewed some of the employers at NASA and asked them what were some of the things that they looked for when they promoted women. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they said, actually, the main thing that they said they look for is for women to look complete, for women to mm-hmm. look polished. And mm-hmm. one of those um, things, when I asked them to describe what is polished or what is complete, they said makeup. And I can't believe it NASA. because <laughs> this is at NASA. This is at NASA because, you know, if you look, you know, and again, you have to be around what you want to be. If if you if you're gleaming to Michelle Obama, you want to be, you know, you know she's very intricately involved into you know um, our school systems, and she's doing a lot of things. She's definitely a woman to glean to. You always see her with makeup on. You never mm-hmm. see her without makeup. You know, when she's mm-hmm. interviewing when she's at the school system, even if it's a little bit, you always see her with you know makeup. If you even think about some sports, um, you know, or radio announcers or those that are on the news, those women have on makeup. If you look at, you know, some of your um, professional women who are successful in essence or even in, you know, you know, Black Enterprise or any magazine that you look in, you know, whatever their profession is, they have on makeup, you know, mm-hmm. for those interviews. And they and so that is a it's a very polished look. It's you know, it's almost like the icing on the cake. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's shameful to me when you have on a beautiful suit and great shoes and you know, you have your business savvy in order, and you know your craft, and then your face isn't done. It's just like, hmm, you know. So just putting on a little makeup just lets people know that you care and that, you know, you're confident and that you care, you know, you, you're concerned about how you how you appear because we're very visual people, you right. know, and corporate America is not a nice place all the time. And right. so it's important that, you Most know, you are competing. <laughs> Well, most right. of the time, you're right, you know, and it's all all is fair, you know, and, you know, men are very visual, and a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, those are the people that you will be competing against if you are, you know, in high um, in positions, you know, you might be competing with men or even other women, and you want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, and makeup is not going to take away from it unless it's done incorrectly, but it definitely will add to when it is done correctly. It is nothing but a bonus. It's just like that bonus question, that $5,000 bonus question. It's like, okay, it's answered. Let's get the prize. And I think uh-huh. that that's what makeup, it, 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 it establishes that. It's, it's just really says I care and I took the extra step. Well, are there products out there now that, because, you know, you have people who are skin conscious and, you know, don't want to have their skin. You know, it's like what we were taught, oh, it's not good for your skin or what have you, make you break out. Are, are there products on the market that might be beneficial for those who might have that mindset today? Well, you know, most products today, actually all products today that are all optimally tested, they, they're hypoallergenic. Most of mm-hmm. them are fragrance-free. And so mm-hmm. you're not having those same issues as you used to have back in the day when we used to have all those fragrances and, and, and things mm-hmm. like that in, in products. Products now are very user-friendly. They're very mm-hmm. easy to use. Most of them are buildable, which means that you could do one layer and be fine with that, or you could do three layers and have more coverage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, products are very um, easy on the skin. Um, a lot of things have mineral, you know, mineral makeup, which is very breathable, helps your skin to be breathable or allows your skin, rather, to be breathable. So you're able to, you know, kind of maneuver and not have the blocking of the pores and the clogging of the pores and so forth. You know, most, 
you know, foundations now, or even, uh, you know, moisturizers have an SPF in them, so they're sun-protecting. Um, they help to protect you from free radicals, which are the pollutants that harbor the air. So makeup is a good thing, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Also, there's retinol in makeup, which helps to, you know, smooth fine lines and wrinkles, and, you know, they have all kind of fillers, ridge fillers in them. So makeup really is an enhancement in so many other ways than just applying color. It can actually help to you know, help your skin to look its best if you have some, you know, some some, some maturing, um, maturity going on in, on your skin or your skin. I like the way you said that. A little that. more gracefully, <laughs> you know, it's yes. not as graceful as you would like. You know, <laughs> there, you know, there's a lot of products that have, you know, ingredients that will help to, you know, slow down that process and to mm-hmm. fill in those those fine lines and wrinkles. You know, and to protect your skin from the sun. So it's always a plus to mm-hmm. me if you add the, the foundation or add the products. Um, to your face because they have so many other qualities, and that is what manufacturers actually, um, they've, they've marketed it that way. So now there is no excuse. You know, it's not like, oh, well, I'm not really a big makeup person, but you should be an SPF person because we are all susceptible to some, you know, skin cancer because if you're exposed to too much sun, I don't care who you are, the sun is not going to be on your side. So right. you definitely <laughs> want to gravitate to products that are going to protect your skin. You know, all of us want to be young the rest of our lives. Nobody ever wants to, you know, to, 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 to you know, be a certain age. Everybody says, I want to look young, which is why plastic surgery is so big right now. People are getting tummy tucks and chin tucks and everything like that. So if you can put on a product that's going to help you to look the best you can look where in whatever state you're in, why not use it? It's always mm-hmm. going to be a plus you know, to mm-hmm. use a great product. And um, so I encourage women to educate yourselves and find out what your concerns are. Write a list of your concerns down. Hey, you know, I'm worried about fine lines and wrinkles, or I'm worried about dark circles. I'm worried about puffiness. I'm worried about, you know, whatever. You know, my lips aren't big enough. I want them to look fuller. My lips are too small, you know, too big, whatever. Write down your concerns and then, when you go out to purchase your products, you have a list of what you're looking for. You're just not oblivious to what you are trying to to, to either hide or, or trying to, to enhance. You have that list in front of you, and you can go to the counter, you know, very, very confidently and say, hey, I'm looking for a product that's going to hide these dark circles. I'm looking for a product that's going to help me with this, and then that person can direct you right there. You follow right. me? So it, it's very important that women educate themselves about themselves and write down those things and say, hey, this is what I want, you know, and there's a product that's out there for you. Even from the drugstore to the department store, there are so many great products that are out there that are made and tailor-made with you in mind. Wow, that's great. That's great. Well, I want to go to the lines. We've got our lines are packed here. We do have a caller that has a question. It looks like a 202-270 number. want to say hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and please state where you're calling from. My name is Beatrice Snuggs, and I am calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, you're tricking us with that area code there. Welcome yes, to Wealthy indeed. Sisters. <laughs> yes, I, I say am hello from to DC. Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, send me up some barbecue. That's what you're <laughs> I sure will. What's your question? Um, my question is, I'm a fairly new freelance makeup artist, and I get a lot of requests for people from uh, photographers or if I'm doing, like, videos from time to time to do hair. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, you know, um, do you feel as though that's something that's absolutely necessary to be successful as a makeup artist? Did you know how to do hair as well? Or, you know, just focus on the one particular thing? 
That's a great question. It's a very good question. And I also get asked to do hair from time to time, and I actually have a little hair kit that I keep with me. And I think that it, because you're an artist, I know that you probably do have some sort of skill with your hair. And so it's, you know, good to have some curlers with you and, you know, some sprays, some anti-humectants in case you're shooting outside, you know, and some things that are going to be, um, you know, some, some wax for those edges on our sisters, you know, just some little things that's going to help, some pins. <laughs> hair pins always work. You know, it's always good to have, you know, a little, a little, just a little kit in your car just in case someone does ask you to do a little bit of hair, you know, and, and usually, you know, it's something light. I mean, it's something where it may require that you just have to bump the curls in the hair because maybe the humidity has made them fall or, you know, maybe they have a pin-up or they want to pin-up, you know, the hair and you have some pins with you. That always is going to help you. Um, I think that, you know, maybe getting a hair uh, or going to school for hair might not be, you know, something that's absolutely necessary, but it definitely can't hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I would definitely keep those things on board especially when you're going to be freelance with a photographer because it's inevitable. photographer may say, I want to do something different with the hair, and it's only going to look better on your book, too, as well, to say I did the hair and makeup for this shoot. And then you, knowing that, tag, I got the products at home, I should have brought them with me. That's always a, a bummer. So I always try to keep things with me like that when I um, when I do shoot with photographers, just so I can ensure that, you know, the person is, you know, looks their best because it's my work, too. You know, mm-hmm. and unfortunately... You know, when you're looking at a picture, if the hair isn't right, you can't really see the makeup and vice versa. So mm-hmm, it always mm-hmm. good to have, you know, a few little things with you um, if you can. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, I can say she has it lined up in her truck, too. <laughs> She's like, okay, I want, let me see what kind of, what they look like or what have you, so I know what shade to bring. So that is true. We've got another caller, 646-926. Hello, state your name and where you're calling from, please. Hi, my name is Jay Moi. I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina representing. Welcome. Welcome, Jay Moi. What's your question today? Um, well, I'm a performer, and I like to go for the natural look. I do my makeup myself. So what suggestions do you have for me um, so that I can look good on stage but still have that natural look of about me. I'm a neo soul artist. Oh, okay. So you're talking about the stage performance the, the music. Okay. Um, one of the things I would suggest is to always add lashes. Eyelashes are going to give your face a little more depth and dimension. And then um, if you do like a natural look, I would focus on one one area of my face to kind of showcase. So if, mm. say, you want to look real natural, I would probably do maybe an eyelash and maybe a colored lip because that can mm-hmm. still give off a natural look. Um, mm-hmm. You know, colors are really beautiful. Some women that I never see, have never seen in color are now wearing colors on their lips, which I love, you know, peaches and reds and, and mm-hmm. things like that to kind of actually give you a little more depth on stage because it may look good to the naked eye, but then from the person sitting maybe 10, 15 rows back or, you know, if you're in like a, a cafe or someplace like that or a small venue, even a person sitting all the way in the back of the venue, they can't see you. So, um I would definitely try to focus on either the lips or the eyes. And then also I like to do a highlight on the cheek. I think your cheeks definitely make a statement when you put a little pop of color on your cheek. Um, it just really just, you know, it, it makes you just look alive, you know. So I definitely would, you know, try to get into bronzers and things like that 
for your cheeks and a highlight, you know, which, which is like a nice sheen. Um, also, if you are, you know, you say you look really natural, you might want to play off with some of the areas of your body um, with makeup. So you can do, you know, a nice um, sheen across your decollete, which is from your neck area down to, you know, to your to your your uh, your chest area, and do a little sparkle, a little glow, you know, with that. That also actually helps to accentuate your beauty. You know, you can put them on your legs. Say if you're sitting and you're crossing your legs and singing, you know, you can put something beautiful, shimmer on down your leg. You know, just some things to kind of make the eyes kind of, you know, dance when they look at you. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. those are some of the little little tips and tricks I always give to my artists that are on stage. You know, just enhance what you have. And just so just think about that person that's sitting all the way in the back, you know, and you want them to be able to see. So once that light hits those legs and once that light hits your decollete, it's like, ooh, she's beautiful. And those, they see those lips and those beautiful eyes and those lashes, you're going to be a hit. Awesome, awesome. Now tell us, we have a few minutes left in the show. I tell you, this time goes by so fast. We're going to have to have you back, Kim, for sure, for sure. We know that uh, Sparkle is releasing, uh, what date is that in August? Is it the first weekend in August? It's August 17th. It's August 17th. Okay, that must be so exciting. And I I can imagine uh, what a time it was, and now, you know, being with without our, our precious sister Whitney. Tell us what it was like working on the set and being there with her during that time. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I talked about it earlier. Uh, I pinched myself every day I was with her, mm-hmm. but we did. We started our days off every day in worship, believe it or not. You know, we mm-hmm. had really early call times, you know, sometimes 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and we always started our days off in worship, which was great. Um, you know, Fred Hammond and Kimberell were some of her favorite artists. So, Love you know, I, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. And we just, you know, had a, a wonderful time just, you know, kind of sharing in that regard. And it was always, you know, just fun. I mean, Whitney was uh, the life of the party. She loved people. You know, she was always concerned about, you know, me and, and, and the stylist and everybody that was around her, making sure we ate. You know, she was like, y'all been working all day. Y'all eat yet? You know, and I'm like, mm. of course we ate. They fed us. You know, so <laughs> she was always making sure, you know, she would order things for us to eat. You know, sometimes she'd say, you know, I want to I wanna do something different, y'all. We're going we gonna to eat something else. So, you know, she was always just really concerned. You know, then we had a lot of, um, lot of downtime on set because, you know, you're waiting hours for them to set lights up and things like that and set up the sound and so forth. So, you know, we would have a lot of time to spend and share and talk, and we talked about everything from being single moms to being, you know, friends, our friends. We talked about, you know, our love lives. We talked about everything. So she was very transparent, which I appreciated because she always gave really, really good advice. And we laughed a lot. You know, we used to, you know, her and I, we both, as we call it in D.C., we like the Jones. So we yeah, yeah, yeah. on people, and it was so funny because it was funny because some of the things that we would laugh about, we would look at each other and just bust out laughing because she knew what I was thinking and I knew what she was thinking. I think it was that whole East Coast thing, you know, uh-huh. which I appreciate. It was like we we the same things to us were funny, and you know, we shot in Detroit, and you know, Detroit is a is a very unique city and a very um, it's a very soulful city. So, you know, the yes. people, they're real serious about their music and real serious yes. about things. And, girl, the people would come on set and they'd be dancing and we'd look at each other like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> and we wouldn't even say a word. It just it would just be laughter between us. So we laughed a lot. We danced a lot on set. You know, she could dance real good, you know. So yes. we, 
We did all like all the old rumors you used to hear from her videos. Right, <laughs> people used to think because you know that's but that's the way you know her people they marketed her. You know she right. was, she was appealing to a more broad audience, so you know they right. weren't gonna have her doing no hip hop, you know, no <laughs> hip hop dancing. But I'm gonna tell you something. That girl could dance. She could cut a rug, so we would dance and. You know, whatever new, she would say, Kim, what's the new dance that's out? I said, well, my son said this is out. So we would do the Dougie and all that kind of stuff. So we had a good time on set, and she really made it a lot of fun. And she, you know, it seemed like you would think she we would be uptight when she was on set because it was Whitney. But when she right. came on set, it was the opposite. We let our hair down, and it was like, okay, as long as we were doing what we were supposed to do, she was cool with that. So she was right. always like, okay, we're going to do the business, but we're going to have some fun in the meantime. So I'm wow. really grateful to have had shared that two, three months with her, I was just really, really grateful. Wow. I can imagine. Was that your first time having to work with her or uh, having met her, or had you met her before then? Well, I had met her before then. She was honored at the BET Honors two years ago, and I was slated to actually do her makeup, and I couldn't do her makeup. And one of my um, very good friends, Jermaine Williams, did her makeup. um, Uh For me, so it was great, and we had an opportunity to chat a bit then. But I mean, to really know her was to be with her on set for that wow. that amount of time. It was just unbelievable. Wow, wow, wow. what a what an awesome privilege! I'm sure that was, and I'm sure you'll journal that, and I'm sure if there is a book to come or what have you, that'll be something uh, a great experience that you can share with the world as well. And, you know, with a few minutes left that we have in the show, we know that uh, we might have some people that are listening who, like the young lady out of North Carolina, want to thank you so much for uh, asking your question today. But, you know, what would you suggest for those who want to enter into this field? Do you? I know you said you didn't go to school, but do you suggest? Is, it, is that the path you would say for people to need to, to take to become a professional in this industry and to be able to create a lifestyle like you have for yourself, what would you suggest for those that are listening? Um, what I would suggest is to, um, one, is to, to develop a lot of patience and endurance. I think mm-hmm. that's going to help you out a lot. Um, that's because what you have uh, with <laughs> anything, anything you're going to do. <laughs> isn't that the truth? Because you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have highs Ooh, and lows. Yes. And sometimes yes. it's more low than it is high. So you mm-hmm. have to... Um, you know, ensure that you have some endurance. And what I have learned is to endure, you know, through mm-hmm. a lot of things and to really just surround myself, again, around very creative people um, because if you're around negativity, that's what you're going to end up being. So if you're around right. people that say you can't do it, you're not going to do it, you shouldn't do it, you know, right. that's going to also, that's going to be a negative. So try to surround yourself around other makeup artists. Make friends with some girls at the counter. My next uh, suggestion is to make sure that you're marketing yourself and that you have your materials in order. I remember, you know, first starting out, I didn't have business cards, and I remember people say, Kim, you got a business card? I said, oh, God, you write your name down on a piece of paper. That Mm -hmm. can't happen. You know, Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that you get yourself some business cards, that you get yourself a little website or, you know, a Facebook page or something where you can actually promote your work. And then um, another um, key thing is to make sure you're taking lots of pictures of your work. Um, mm-hmm. Pile up with some local photographers and do what we call test shoots. And what mm-hmm. happens at a test shoot is that you give your work and the model will give their work and the photographer all give their work in exchange for pictures. And that's a great way for you to develop and create your book by testing. Testing, you're mm-hmm. never above testing. I still test. I actually just mm-hmm. did a test. 
So you want to do testing with, you know, beautiful girls, nobody that you, you know, you have to, you know, recreate completely. You want to have somebody got some great features, you know, and um, model mayhem. And but you can, I mean, though, because you can. Yeah. You can make it happen, right? I mean, you can make it happen, but you have to remember yeah. that this is a visual business, and your it's portfolio. nothing personal against your, nothing personal right. against your cousins and your, you, you know, your friends. I'm sure they're very nice people, but you definitely want to get model-like people to be in right. your portfolio because right. those that are looking at your work, that's what they want to see. I also right. suggest doing lots of befores and afters while you're first starting out. Do a whole bunch of before and afters because your your mainstay of people that are going to use you at, initially are brides or people mm-hmm. going to parties and things like that. So they want to see how can you make me look good. So and mm-hmm. you want to have a variety of people. I know I've given a lot of, of a lot of tips, but these tips are definitely important for those that are just starting out. So you got your cards, you're doing lots of tests, you're doing befores and afters because you have to prove that you are who you say you are. And I also feel like too, don't always charge people. People, you should you you should be happy that they want you to do their face when you first start out. I, I, I really have a problem with people that just want to charge, charge, charge for everything. I just feel like that's not a good thing because you. How dare you make somebody pay while you play on their face? Like, wow. That's my, that's my whole thing. You can't pay. They got to pay you to play. That's not right. cool. You know, well, so you know, I always. That's across the board now today. It's like internships, trying to find an intern. Everybody wants paid internships. And yes, they do. I don't remember that growing up. You know, I, I, I never was, got paid for an internship. I worked for free. It's so <laughs> I, much I know stuff. that's right. Yeah, and was happy to do that, you know. Absolutely, because the experience, yeah. you can't pay for that experience. So if right. you have a bride, that, you know, if you have a person that, you know, is getting married in your family or your friend of yours is getting married, offer to do their wedding and say, look, can we do it in exchange for pictures where I can get some photos from your photographer? You know, that, right. that that's the kind of thing you want to do, you know, your first starting out the first, you know, month, first months of your career because you – even maybe to the first year. I mean, of course, you could try some a few things, but I wouldn't always be out for the money. You have right. to, some things you're gonna to have to just bite the bullet and do for the experience because mm-hmm. the experience is you don't want to talk yourself out of something because if they ask you what your resume is and you say I've done a bunch of before and afters, they're gonna look at you cross at it. Right. And then they're gonna <laughs> then they're gonna call me. Right. <laughs> So, you know, I want to encourage women, you know, the guy, the women or men out there who are starting out your career, you know, don't be always so quick to just, you know, to charge because people always say, Ken, what should I be charging? And I always look at them like, why are you charging? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me again why you're charging for this. So, so yeah, that's definitely, you know, a, a must. And then also my last and final um, suggestion to you would be to make sure your book is very diverse so that you have, you know, a variety of people. If you want to just focus on African-Americans or just Caucasians, that's cool, but you definitely don't want to talk yourself out of something. So make sure your book is as diverse as it can be with different ethnicities and things like that. And I think that that is also going to be very helpful, you know, to you securing certain clients. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Wow, I tell you. Well, if you just tuned in, you've heard our very special guest today. It's been celebrity makeup artist Miss Kim Lee. You can go to her website. It is the I love it thekimlee dot com. That's t h e e k y m l e e dot com. Thekimlee dot com. Kim, you're on Facebook as well. Can they find you there and follow you on Twitter? Yes, and I have a Twitter page. It's also D. Kim Lee on Twitter. Um, so that's at D. Kim Lee on, on Twitter. And then if you go on Facebook, it's Kim Lee, K-Y-M-L-E-E, 
dash celebrity makeup artist, and I have a fan page there. So I would love for you guys to follow me and see what's happening and send me some questions. I'd love to answer your questions as well. Awesome. And your seminars, you travel with that, so if they want to book you and bring you to their town, you do that as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to come see them, definitely. Well, congratulations again on Sparkle coming out. We know you had Jumping the Broom and been on plenty other sets before. And and when Sparkle comes, we're going to all go and see it and think about you and say, I know that makeup artist. Oh, (laughs) thank you so much, Deborah. I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes, it's been a real pleasure. Well, we want to thank everybody again for tuning in to live here on Wealthy Sisters. If you missed the first half of our show, if you're curious about our other dynamic shows, I promise we have great content for you. You can visit us at Wealthy Sisters Radio, that's S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySistersRadio.com. You can download our shows there also. We're available on iTunes. And we thank you for following us on Facebook and Twitter on the Wealthy Sisters. And if you've logged into the show and you're there on the Blog Talk Network, you can click follow there so that you can get your weekly reminder about our show. Next week will be another one. We have the artist and she likes to call herself the Artinista. Uh, she teaches professional business women how to purchase art. So we're excited about having our guest, Ms. Ways, on next week. So stay tuned. Stay tuned again and then our uh, the 16th, excuse me, no, next week, I'm all off. Next week is our third year anniversary show. So we have a special treat for you. We want to thank you for tuning in. Give us a shout out next week at 12 noon Eastern as we celebrate our third year. And then the week after that is the art show. So stay tuned next week. We'll see you. Until then, as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysisters.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.